Welcome to the Jesus Quote. In our second episode, we are going to be discussing about how our imperfections are perfected through God. Okay, I'm imperfect, you're imperfect, we are all imperfect. Let's just get that out of the way. But you know, regardless of how imperfect and inadequate you feel or you have been feeling, God loves you perfectly. Sometimes I sit down and just feel like, what the heck am I doing? How can God, the one who is so holy and mighty, still love me despite all my screw-ups? And like, I'm going to keep it real, you know. I went through a phase, wait, actually many phases where I hated myself because I just couldn't see anything good about me. But Jesus saw the good in me even when I felt I wasn't good enough. You know why? Why? Because he is always good. And that's all that matters. Right? Right. <laughs> because we are children of God. And that makes us brothers and sisters of... Christ. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, in God's eyes, we are like His Son, Jesus Christ. We are white as snow. But I know a lot of us struggle with even accepting ourselves as a child of God, accepting His love, and also like loving ourselves. So, feeling loved in all the imperfections. As much as I would love to tell you, please don't feel that way and or to change your mindset because it's not going to help you. I won't say that now. Because it takes being in that place of struggle to clearly see the light of God. It's worth hearing it from Him and how perfect and beautiful you are in Him. You might be asking what these two are speaking about. What imperfections exactly? We are talking about everything from as simple as low self-esteem, such as not being beautiful enough or handsome enough, any physical attribute or illnesses. Then moving on to not being smart enough, to not being capable enough, Still, we only believe that whatever we do, we will never be enough. In the emotional sense, being worthless, feeling guilt, feeling shame, feeling envious, feeling emptiness, feeling broken, the inadequacies, pridefulness, and you get what we mean. There are also tons of mental illnesses out there that we struggle with on a daily basis. It's something that we struggle with in silence, behind closed doors, because it's such a dark and deep place to tread through and it also is very shameful for a lot of people so i have been through that and i know how it feels how deep and scary it can get and how because of that you are constantly feeling imperfect feeling like you're falling short every second of the day all of these imperfections lead us to have inadequate relationships which will ultimately heighten our sense of imperfections God has plans and purposes for our lives, but these imperfections are the stumbling blocks in our lives. When we acknowledge them in Christ and seek God to give us the strength, He will provide us with the tools to overcome these blocks and create testimonies that will give glory to Him. Now we will be sharing our testimonies of how God perfected our very imperfections. Let's start off with Joanna. Okay, yeah, so this is the hard part. <laughs> The testimonies. Okay, basically, I still haven't come to a point where I feel like I'm totally perfected through my imperfections in Christ, to be honest. But, I mean, through the things that I've been through in my life, I know that God is perfecting me. Amen. And I'm still in process of it. So, there's countless of, like, countless of encounters with Him. 
and testimonies that I that I have. But since we are talking about this, just this one thing came to me, and it's kind of simple and straight to the point. And maybe I meant to share this now. It's for someone out there. So it's just basically one of the many nights where I felt very exhausted and broken down by things that were going on around me and mainly in me, in my mind. You know, like they say that you are your own worst enemy and that is very true for my case. So that's just one of the nights where I felt very broken and I was on my knees and I was like praying to God. I tried to pray. Um, I worship him and then I tried to pray but I couldn't form any proper words in my mouth. Then I end up breaking down, end up crying. Then I end up like just like blatantly like, like talking to him, like um, just conversing with him and then just telling my problems and like just crying out. So it was a very, <laughs> in a way, a very ugly prayer because nothing what I said, nothing of it made sense. But it was in the belief that like God knows my heart and he knows what I'm even trying to say to him. Like. Amen. So basically, <laughs> she's very cute. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> okay, so basically, um, yeah, so in, in the, and I was, as, as I was talking to God, I was deep in prayer. It was one of those moments where I'm hearing his voice after a very long time. And I was telling God like, okay, to be honest, I was telling him like, okay, how dirty I was feeling inside out. And how I feel like, I felt like I didn't deserve his love. I it was worthless and I'm amounting to nothing. And I was telling God, I, uh, no matter how much you have helped me and how much you have loved me and how much that you have brought me out of the pit so many times, I'm still of no use to you. And also, I've also told him that there are a lot of moments where I don't feel I even love you. So after I said that, that's when I really broke down because I felt very guilty and I felt like, like, how could this be? Like, even after everything that he's done for me, how can I even confess this to him in prayer? But it was what came out of my mouth at that moment. And then after 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 that, I was just silent. I was just like wallowing in my sorrows. And then I heard this voice in me very clearly. I heard God tell me that I don't want you to think that way of yourself because in my eyes you are... White as snow, just like my son. Amen. <laughs> so yeah, um, I heard that and I was like, I was very overwhelmed. And then I asked God to repeat that. Even then I was doubting and I was like, is that really you telling me or is that me trying to make myself better? And I heard the same thing again. That you are white, as, I see you as white as snow as my son. And, and then I heard, he added this, like he said that you are beautiful to me. He said that, no matter what. So that that took an imprint to my heart and it stays with me till now. And at the moment, yeah, it it completed me. It made me feel complete and it perfected my imperfections. One of the many things. And this was like, I will, I will never forget it, what he, said, he told me. But I carry that with me till now. And when I'm feeling... Like, I was back then, when I feel that way, I feel down or what, I remember the words that he told me. Yeah, so, but it's still an ongoing process. There are times where, you know, there's things, he, this kind of like, 
low self esteem and just many other things like those dark things will come over me and i will i know that god has overcome the world so and i remember and i remember what god told me and i'll use him to overcome it so basically yeah every day is a struggle but i know like god is like teaching me new things like in loving me in different ways so that this is what i felt like sharing with you guys i hope this helps you and so yeah so the next testimony is going to be shared by my friend ashin okay my testimony might not be so short because i'm going to be sharing something that has been deep rooted in my life for like 13 years and only recently this imperfection of mine got perfected thanks to god I'm going to be sharing about how my greatest imperfection is or has been being unable to forgive people who have harmed me or hurt me in some way. And the biggest reason why I couldn't forgive others was because I could never forgive my father who left during my younger days. So I grew up without a father figure in my life for more than 50% of my life. as of now oh my god that's so bloody long <laughs> yeah, it's very long so um i don't know if my father will ever listen to this or if any of my family members will ever listen to this but if they do i hope that they will not get offended by what i'm about to share so because we're going to keep it real right so i'm going to like just get to it my dad left my family when i, I was 12 after a very big incident that affected me on a lot of levels emotional psychological mental and because he left it made me feel very worthless like i wasn't even worth it for my father to stay i had like that kind of feeling and that's when like low self esteem and worthlessness started to build in me and it really affected the relationships i built on after that because i just couldn't trust people and i didn't think that people would stay because for me i was just worthless and people would never stay people would eventually leave so i never built deep relationships even when it comes to friends i usually stayed on the surface i was i found it so hard to like dive deeper like to keep the relationship going i'm usually the person that runs away this incident broke me so much that i don't even dare to send people off in the airport because i fear that they will never come back and because they might never come back because they never want to see me again so for anybody out there who is going through or has been going through i'm sure that you guys will be able to relate to what i'm trying to say people think that as long as you have one of your parents it's it's very easy because you still have someone it's better off than someone who has no parents that i agree but that void that lives in you when someone leaves your life halfway at a very young age is something that is very hard to overcome in a very long time and because of that i spent most of my teenage years hating my father i didn't want to even acknowledge him as my father like anyone who knows me would know that i used to call him a sperm donor because that's all he contributed in my life and even then he didn't give me good genes so that was what i used to say to make myself feel better but It was honestly because I hated him to the core and I could never forgive him for what he did regardless of what his excuses were. Even if he stated that he had problems and he just wanted us to like not go down with him, I still found it unacceptable because 
he left suddenly. He just picked up and left with no reason, no... Didn't even give us the time to like process why he left. He just left. And that left a very big void in my life because I started looking for people to fill the void of a father in my life. And that explains why I spent a lot of my teenagers thinking that guys are stupid and dumb and a waste of my time. Because to me, it's, a guy would just eventually leave you anyway. It doesn't matter like whether it's now or 10 years later, they will still leave. And that affected a lot of my friendships, even with my female counterparts. When I have friendships with them, usually after I graduate from the school, it's very hard to find me again because I will just disappear. And I just didn't want to like build on the relationship. I didn't want to go back and like, hey guys, how are you? You know, like, let's hang out. Like, let's go for coffee. Like, that was never me. Instead, it would be like people who want to meet me and I'll just be like, oh, actually, I'm busy. Oh, I've got this. I've got that. Because investing the time with people meant that building a relationship. Building a relationship means commitment. And I was so scared that when they leave and they never come back, I would be back to ground zero where like everybody would just eventually leave anyway. So fast forward a couple of years later, my father came back and it honestly at the point of time I was like, okay, you know what, he's back, he's back, he's good to stay and yeah, things will get better, we'll be this happy family and all these problems will disappear and I was so wrong and like every time I looked at him and I was like, oh my god, my dad is back, like I'm going to have a father now, I'm going I'm to be like daddy's little girl but I still was never enough and he still eventually left again after creating another series of problems for me and my family. And after that, when he left, I was just like, why? Why is it that he can't stay and like fight for the family? Why did he not change? Why did he like come back if he was going to do the same thing again and tear us apart and like break us down again? And I just kept asking. And honestly, the reason why I could never surrender my relationship to God was because I blamed God for it. I was like, it's because of you that my parents are not together. What guarantees that you'll send me someone who I'm going to be with anyway? I must have find someone for myself and like struggle and stay in it. That was the kind of mentality I brought to the relationships I had. And we all, we all know how that worked out. So eventually, like when my father left for the second time and I was, honestly, I was lost. I... I, at this point of time, I was like, I hated him to the core and I hated the whole of the male species for a couple of days because it just re-emphasized the feelings that he, that he left me with 13 years ago. It, it re-amplified what that 12-year-old girl felt at 25 years old, it, it re-amplified because now I knew better, I knew the world better, I understood how relationships work, I understood how things function and it amplified the damage and it amplified the void and it amplified the emptiness. But God is so good. He sent people into my life to remind me that He is the Father to the fatherless. Up till recently, I couldn't, I couldn't forgive my, my dad for like whatever he did. I, I couldn't forgive him for leaving. I couldn't forgive him for the damage that he caused. I just couldn't. I, and I didn't want to because if I forgive him, it means that I'm going to like open my heart up to like more damage in the future because I choose to forgive a man that really caused so much of damage in my life. But there was one time where this verse kept coming up to me 
that I have to forgive because God forgave me. And that if I don't forgive, eventually this... Who am I to like ask for God's forgiveness for everything that I've done if I can't forgive another human for what the person has done? And then I started... I started to try my best to forgive. It was not easy. Like, honestly, like, to sit down and say, God, I want to forgive my father for what he did was not an easy prayer to say. In fact, like, after I said it, I was just like, you know what, I don't even mean it. Like, I'm not going to forgive this guy ever. But a few days later, a few weeks later, and subsequently a few months later, somehow, my heart opened up and I could... I actually called him father. I was like, yeah, my father left. My father doesn't stay with us. My my father left and it's not coming back ever again. And to use the word father was uh, something that was very difficult because, like I said earlier, right, I called him sperm donor because that's all he contributed biologically. But like to use the word father, it meant like to have a relationship with the person and like where you share a bond and you share, you share feelings and you share emotions and... Even though I didn't get to do any of this with my real father, I got to do all of this with my heavenly father. Yeah. And that was what really sparked the difference in me when I reminded myself. And when I pray, I'd be like, you know what, Jesus, you got to take care of me because you are my father. You know, I don't have a father, so you're my father. And every conversation that I have with God is like having a conversation with my dad. And that really molded me until like now I've come to a stage where I actually believe in relationships and I believe in marriage and I believe that God will send me someone who will not leave and run away halfway. Which is something not easy for someone like me. But I'm so thankful to God for even like giving me this opportunity and like for planting it in me and like for showing me what I'm worth through Him. And all this worthlessness and brokenness that I felt when my dad left was perfected thanks to God. And now because of what God has given me, like because of God's love, I can love myself. And I think that is a really beautiful thing because when you're imperfect, all you can find is inadequacies in yourself. And you just feel like, you know what, I'm just never going to be good enough. And you will just never love yourself because you feel so imperfect. But like by God's grace and God's love, I knew how much God loves me, that I started to love myself, that honestly, those imperfections of worthlessness is no longer who I am. It does not define who I am. So I'm going to leave you guys with that thought from my testimony. Wow. I'm sure that someone will come soon. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> very powerful testimony. It was like, I'm, I'm glad that you really like let it out now. Honestly, I, I, I can really see the relief in your face. <laughs> I think it's like, because it was something that I was holding back for like... Very long. Yeah, for like, oh my god, it's like 13, 13 years of baggage that is like, out. So... But you see, like, even now, like, God has used your baggage for a very greater purpose. Yep. Like, releasing um, it through your... I wouldn't deny it. I think like, I, I don't know, like... I hope no one is going through what I'm going through, but if there's a lot someone, of people, <laughs> if someone, I really hope that like this will reach out to the person, like like yeah. God will make make sure that it reaches out to the person. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It it will go to the one who's meant to hear it. But like 
I mean like apart from what we two shared generally there's a lot of imperfections right because we are fallen at the end of the day because we are the flesh the flesh (laughs) and it comes in all sorts of ways from our surroundings through everything yeah so just never forget who you are in Christ and whose you are you belong to God no matter what yeah he is in you and like he said you are in him that is the truth no matter what you have done or what you're going through or how you feel about yourself even if you've done the biggest mistake that you know i don't know can can ever be ever be imagined uh, the biggest mistake that can ever be imagined Bridget. yeah so <laughs> she this girl <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah i hope this all helps i think it's like very important that we remember what God has done for us because when we are going through another struggle, we tend to forget what God did in our previous struggle. We will just focus on the struggle at the moment, but we forget what God has already done. So we know like there's proof of like God's past record of like what he can do, but we always doubt when we're in a season of struggle. So like just remember, like remember that God has covered your, your previous one. He will, he will cover you through whatever you're going through now. I think that's very important. Like, even for me, I, I suffer through it sometimes. I'll be like, when I'm going through a struggle, all you can focus on it's, is it's the struggle. struggle. Yeah, it's so easy to like forget. Yeah, but it's like the black dot on the white paper. Yeah. Instead of focusing on the white paper, we're focusing on the, the black, black dot. dot. So it's like, it's important to focus on the white paper because there's a lot more things that are important. Yeah, so there's a bigger picture yes. that God sees. So, yep. Okay. So we have two quotes for you two quotes for you guys don't tell your god how big your mountain is tell the mountain how big your god is amen my quote for you guys is god is the father to the fatherless amen don't ever say that you don't have a father because your father is heaven in heaven waiting for you with a mansion yep exactly so we said that's the end of our second episode yep. stay tuned to next week for you guys to know what our third episode is about in the meantime do check out our Instagram page at the Jesus Quotes because we'll be posting up a post about new topics that are, upcom- that are upcoming and if you are interested to be featured in our podcast feel free to let us know you can remain anonymous if you don't want to be named because there's no face you know? yeah. it's just your voice so if you if you're interested, do let us know because we'll be more than happy to feature you guys in our podcast because we're all about sharing the good stuff. And also, if you want us to continue on these imperfection topics, please drop us a message yes. because I feel like we could continue. But let's see. Yeah, yeah. there's so much. Like, yeah, there's so, so many much. topics yeah. under imperfection. Yeah. So if you guys would like a maybe a series done on imperfection, yeah. you guys can let us know as well, and we will con- we will. Definitely not consider. We will definitely do it. Do um, subscribe to our podcast channel and do leave a review so that um, you know we'll know that you guys are actually enjoying what we're doing. Even though we're just sharing half a time on set stories, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm laughing. (laughs) But we just hope that it will reach you guys somehow. So if you guys are enjoying it, leave a review, uh, rate our podcast as well. Yes, and last but not least, Jesus loves you. you. Have a blessed week. Bye.